Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Aware Square Podcast. My name is Destiny, and that, it's still not old to me, y'all. It just never gets old. Like, as I be setting up to record, as I be getting ready, I just be getting, like, so excited because, like, it's still just so surreal to me that I'm actually doing this, and, like, what God showed me is I'm living it out, and y'all probably tired of hearing me saying it every single time, but it's just the many times I said those words, and nobody ever heard it, and it just stayed in the drafts, but now it's like, I know that I know that I know y'all gonna hear this. It's just so wild to me, and y'all gonna hear this today, because it's Monday, and I am just recording this podcast. That's like really... Bad on me, bad on me. You know how people are like, good on you, good on you, bad on me. That's really just bad on me because it should not be 6.21 a.m. and I'm recording this podcast, but it is what it is. We're going to record it, we're going to speed edit it, and we're going to push it out because we not folding. It's going to come out on Monday. But um, welcome back to another episode. Y'all know we're in December. We're in our little mini series where we're talking about the things that I've learned in 2022 that hopefully y'all can glean from and take from and have a great 2023. So um, this is our second weekend. Well, it's a countdown. So I think it's a countdown. I don't really remember. But we're on week three. And y'all know when I was recording week four, I had a lot going on. I was literally... <laughs> I was stressing y'all. I've had like one of the roughest weeks of my life. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like one of the roughest weeks of my life. I recorded the episode about God being faithful and then like really had to put his faithfulness to the test and really had to put how much I trust him and lean and depend on him to the test because it was hard. Like I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I was like, I'm quitting this program. Like, I am quitting because I just, um, I don't know. I was hearing like a lot of lies from the enemy that like, this is not working, nothing's good enough, like, um, you're not doing anything right, you're not doing this podcast right, you're not doing school right, you're not doing life right, like, what What are you doing, like, what are you doing, I just, it was, like, kind of getting at me, and then with school just being so rigorous, I was like, I just give up, I give up, I give up, and that was not the will of God for my life, so I had to go back, and I had lost a lot of time, and so it was just stressful. It was a struggle finish, but it was a finish, and I was like, are they going to kick me out, because the grades, not the grades, I can't go on, and um, the grades are just barely the grades, I think, I think, I think, I think, I don't know. I still don't quite know, like, I know for two or three classes, and... We'll see. I think I'm going to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. I'm really just worried about how I'm going to say, yeah, like we're going to talk about it. Like we're going to talk about it. I don't want to get ahead of what I'm going to say later, but it just, yeah, I'm going to have to have some conversations that are likely going to be uncomfortable, but I'm already praying that the Lord just gives me the words because I don't want to have the conversations first of all, but I know they're necessary. So anyway, we're on week three. I'm excited. Are y'all excited? I'm excited. Y'all should be excited. I don't know how I'm this pumped at 6.23 in the morning. <laughs> and I literally been up since four something. Wait, I think I like maybe slept till five. I don't know, but I had to get up and write the episode, set up, get ready and record. So, um, this week we're talking about letting go of control. And I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast this far, but I have had like real bad, real bad, real bad, real bad control issues. And it's just, <laughs> it's just been a thing for me. Like, and I've always just been okay with that. Like it, it manifests in like ways that you don't like necessarily frown upon. And it's 
partially a gift like just having like the gift of administration and just like planning and preparing but when it's coming from my own selfish desires to control my own life it looks like overly controlling and overly trying to plan things and that's when we run into the problems it's like a lot of so many things are good in, up until a point or good in the areas that we can focus them in but when we shift our focus when it's not just submitted under God's will we can shift it to ourselves being the focus and that's when we have to be restored and renewed in our mind and so yeah that's what I had to go through this year let's talk about it let's really get into it so um you know that this year has been like a real year of shifting the perspective for me because I just feel like I've looked at a lot of things differently and I've shared, I think, that this year has just really been a maturation of my faith where it was like, I went to an event last night with some women from my church. It was so fun. I wasn't going to go, but I'm so glad I did. Um, it was like I shared going from like faith to a pit to greater faith. I think I just said faith to pit to faith, but I thought about it and I'm like, faith to pit to greater faith because God uses all those things to make good. So even in like the darkest place of my life, God has used it to, to mature my faith. And so with that has come a really big shift in my perspective and just how I view the world, how I see things, how I see God and just not looking at things in this natural perspective, but really seeing it for who he has created me as a being just like on this earth for a greater purpose. And yeah, it's just been, it's been a time. Well, we've had a time this year, honestly. And so in that, I've been learning to just partner with God and surrender my life literally unto him because it's like we can say all these cutesy things like, yeah, I'm partnering with God. And like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've said those words specifically verbatim in the past um, when I wasn't partnering with God for real. But something along those lines, I'm sure I've said, like, my life has just been yielded. But honestly, I was yielding in certain areas. But in other areas, I still wanted to control or really just not even feel like it was unto God. And so that is what I've been realizing this year. I've just been learning to see myself, honestly, for who God has created me to be and see myself in those things fully, like walking into it fully and not trying to categorize and compartmentalize and break everything up and be like, that's for you, God. This for me. This is just unto life, this is unto you, this for me, not doing any of that, but really just diving in and seeing who God created me to be and walking in that fully because I realized that he's placed me everywhere he's placed me with intention. And so instead of trying to take the control, instead of trying to take the reins and just try to manage and plan and divvy up and just allocate all my little time and resources to me, a little bit to God, a little bit, you know, instead of trying to, doing all, trying to do all of that, I've been learning this year that my job is to literally just yield under the plan that God has for me because what? We talk about it all the time. His plan for me is good and it's to prosper me and it's to give me a hope and it's to give me in a future a future and an expected end. And I just, I don't know, like, I hope that as we repeat these things, like, it's just it's a common thread that we really grasp those concepts because God is a good God. He's a good father and he loves us. And out of that love, he already had it planned 
for us and like his intentions for us don't change. So because his plan was good before he formed us in our mother's womb and his plan is for us is good now. Oh Jesus. See, listen, I am <laughs> we are diving and I'm not even there yet. Okay. And I okay. <laughs> yeah. So um I had to learn to stop trying to cycle my life cycle God and his plans for me through my little brain. Like I would really stifle God and stifle what he desires to do in my life because I will always try to make sense of it. I will always try to take these things and just sense make and break it up and do all the things when that's really not God. I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, but that's not God. If I can break it down to my own understanding and we literally know that's not what we're called to do. We're not called to lean on the things that we can understand. If that were so, we would be the God of our own lives. And that's, we didn't make ourselves. We're not for ourselves. And so that's what I've just been learning. And so my prayer has really been, God, show me, show me me. Like, show me myself. And baby, just know that when you pray or pray like that, because he hears you, <laughs> He's gonna do it, and it was like one week where God showed. I'm like, dang, God can't. I need like you can't show me all this at one time. Like He showed me like three things, y'all, and I was just like, Jesus. He showed me a little bit of like little rage. Just a little, I'm not gonna show you, share with y'all everything I showed. Cause just working on this, but like He showed me like rage because like I don't know. I used to be kind of rageful like growing up, but I feel like the Lord has delivered me. But like y'all, it's like even though the circumstances were ripe and prime for me to get mad. That's not of God. And that wasn't the will of God for my life. And I was like, God, help me. Because it's like, you know, with the certain things to pull it out of me, it'll come. And it's just like, God, help me. But he was just showing me all these things. I'm like, God, you got to show me one thing a week. At this point, just one thing a week that's attainable and manageable that I can really just, <laughs> I can allocate out. Because when you show me me in all these areas, I'm like, Jesus, help me, help me, help me, help me. Because, yeah, like, you should pray, pray those prayers it's, it's one of those dangerous ones because don't ask for God to show you yourself if you're not ready to do the work. It's like, God, give me patience. Y'all know when you pray for patience, situations arise where you get to exercise that patience. And that's just like, I don't think I ever pray for patience just because I'm like, I don't want the problems. I don't want the drama, God. But I want to be great. So... Do your thing. I want to be great for you. <laughs> um, it's funny. I don't know. This is kind of like a sidebar, but um, we have like campus ministry and like my church has a campus ministry um, on our college campus. And I'm like one of the leaders for it. And we have like, we used to have meetings um, last year, like my apartment and stuff. And like we would pray and plan and stuff like that. And so <laughs> one time I was praying like... <laughs> It's funny because it's funny for so many reasons, but I was just praying like we all like take turns going around praying stuff. And it was like my turn to pray. And I'm just like, yes, God, test us, God, so we can be more like you, God. We <laughs> I don't even got to say anymore. That's just test us, God. Like, girl, and baby, if I ain't go through the testing, baby, if I ain't go through the making myself, like I'm, they looking at me like, is she... Pray that for yourself. They're like, pray that for yourself. Whenever something arises in their life, they're like, I'm going to be like, thank you, Destiny. Thank you, Destiny, for the testing, for praying for the testing for us. But, like, I prayed it for myself, and baby, did not go through the testing. But, honestly, the testing is the making, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Would I pray it again? Yes, because I'll say 
I say it like I'll go through everything I've been through again to be where I am right now because God, <laughs> too good, too good. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so I prayed that God showed me myself and. Another thing that he showed me that week was like my pride. And pride is sneaky. They say it like pride is sneaky. That's real. Like it's really real. Um, like I <laughs> I used to think I just wanted to be careful, but in all honesty, I wanted to be in control. Like I wanted to plan and move calculated and move careful, but I really just wanted to be in control and that that was my pride thinking that I had big brain energy and just could cycle everything through my brain but at the end of the day I was stifling God and what he desired to do in my life and so that was like how he had to show me myself and that's how I had to really have a shift in my perspective of understanding who God is who he has created me to be and how I could yield and what the yield even looked like in that and so um, I've just been understanding that God is intentional. We are here. You're listening to the Aware Square podcast. And you know that here we prioritize the journey. And so wherever we are, I think about it like a little board game. I don't know if I said that before, but sometimes I think about it like like a little, a little board game. And we have like all of our pieces, except like this little board game never stops. It's like an, an infinite amount of little squares. We just keep going and keep going until, you know, our life comes to the end. But um, okay. Um, but I think about it like that. And so each little square that we move on the board, each little place that we occupy at the certain time of our lives, um, God has been intentional in placing us there. And so the square that I'm at right now, God didn't just drop me here, randomize. He didn't just place me here and I wasn't ready for whatever he's placed in this square. He didn't just place me here without thinking and without planning. Like I'm not going to just keep driving it, but he's intentional. He has a good plan for us. And so in the place that he's placed us um, in your aware square, he has good intent and good plans for us. And so he didn't just like not think about it. And moving around this board of life, I can't just think that I know what's good for myself. And I think I operated from a place of feeling like I just knew what was good all the time for myself. But it was in like the lowest points of this life <laughs> in this year when God had to show me like, oh, baby, nah. Oh, baby, no, you don't got it. You don't have it all under control. You don't know what's best for you. You can't do this by yourself. But in that place is where I really had to realize who God is and surrender under his authority and surrender my life and yield my life and see that it's not my job to just cycle everything through my brain and understand. It's not my job to make sure everything falls in place for me. It's not my job to see where I'm just going to ascribe energy and time to not ascribe, but place energy and time to and just not think about other things in this life. But it's my job to yield to God and allow him in his great intentionality and his great and mighty plan for me to to show me where to go and to highlight where I'm I should be and where I should be placing my time because he desires to do that. And for a long time, I didn't understand that he desires to do that. And he desires to show me things about my own life. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like God is not a God of a power play. And I don't think I understood that because it's not like he wants us to get to this place where we make ourselves low. And it's just to show um, he doesn't want us to just get to these low places to just be like, I'm big God. I'm in control. Yeah, bow down. Oh, Jesus. He doesn't want... <laughs> he's not just trying to power play us. He's just not trying to show, like, I'm in control, you bow down, all these things, put some respect on my name. None of that. Like, that's not his intent. That's not his heart behind why he desires for us to be yielded into him. But he uses, like, those lowest points to, to make us refocus and to make us recenter and to help us realize that we can't do this by ourselves, to get us to come back to him, to understand that he knows what's best for us solely because he created us for a purpose <laughs> every moment in life he created you for and so he knows what's best and he knows the plans and so that's why we can trust him and yield to him not because he just want to be like He's he's playing a game of chess with our lives. Like, no, it's not a power play with God. It's literally him desiring for us to be yielded because he truly just knows what's best. It's like our parents, we didn't even a lot of the times realize that they were trying to protect us and shield us from certain things. Like, I thank God for my mama because I couldn't do a lot of stuff, but it was literally protection. I can see how I wasn't exposed to so many things growing up where... I can see, like, in comparison, like, oh, dang, they're introduced to so many things and, like, so much trauma. But, like, because my mother kept me protected and shielded me from so many things, I didn't have to worry about stuff like that. Now, when I, what I've done on my own time <laughs> as I've been grown, that's different. But being shielded, that's that love and knowing that they have a greater understanding like God knows he knows the end before the beginning he knows already the plans and the thoughts that he has for us and so because he desires for us to yield it's never out of an ill place of intent it's surely from a place of love and it's like you know what God I'm going to yield because I know it's love. I'm going to yield because I know you know what's good. I'm going to yield because I know you know what's best, and I don't got it. I've seen it in my own life. I've proven it to myself. I don't got it. You do. I'm going to yield. That's it. That's it. That's all. That is That is it. That's all. Okay, I could just, like, cut the camera, cut the mic, <laughs> cut the mic, cut the camera. Um, But, yeah. Um, And so I asked myself, like, the question. Oop, oop, oop. <laughs> I really be playing a lot. I'm sorry. But I asked myself the question, like, what would my life look like if I truly yielded to God? Like, what would my life look like if I completely relinquished control and leaned into the plan that God has for me fully? It's scary. <laughs> Let me answer for you. It's scary. Like, it's a scary thing to think about. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, I took my life and I looked at my life and I saw a lot of self-sabotaging behavior. Um, it's like I would just get close enough to the plans that God has for me and I would just walk, you know, kind of just close enough and hover around it. Like if this is the spot like right in front of me, I would kind of like hover around it, lean over it and just kind of, kind of tip 
back and forth just a little bit, but not really walk in who he has fully created me and who he has fully called me to be. Like, I'll know the plan and I'll stay close enough to not be in blatant disobedience, to not really just be like, nah, God, I didn't think about you, but I wouldn't really walk in it. And I'm still... I'm learning. So like, I'm not saying like I'm doing these things perfectly, but I've learned and I'm by the grace of God starting to do these things and walking in it fully. But I've learned um, and I'm learning that like I can't just hover around and I just can't like lean in a little bit sometimes, but not all the time. And not fully step in. Um, I've seen it like all around me. And even when I was writing this episode, I was about to begin to section things off like, oh, like doing things in purpose, like this podcast or like doing things like at church and like in ministry and doing things like academically for school and this PhD program. I was like, I was about to try and like section it off, but even in that, like just trying to compartmentalize my life is that where I was talking about trying to break things up and like show up here and do this and like I was really trying to break it up and compartmentalize, but I didn't realize that everywhere God placed me is where He has call me to be like I know it's you have to get to a point where you truly just know because sometimes we can just end up places where God's not calling us to be and we know that those places lead us to confusion and we know those places just cause a lack of peace in our lives and God is not an author God does not cause or create any of those things in our lives if it's rooted with confusion if you don't have a peace about it it's not of God but I know that everywhere God has placed me like that can be an indicator but if you know that you know (laughs) When you know that you know that where you are is where God has called you to be. When you've seen him open doors for you, when you've seen him literally do the impossible, when you've seen him just turn people's perceptions to just open doors for you to be in a place when you've seen it, like I've seen it in my life, you can have a a assurance that this is where you're supposed to be. And so in that, knowing that everywhere I am in my life right now, God has called me to be. I need to show up fully in every aspect and I need to do it all unto God. And I was really just like, okay, I can do this podcast and I know for sure this is unto God. Like I, I didn't never minimize, I never minimized it as like, I talk about God, so it's unto God. But it was just like, because I can clearly see the direct pipeline, like, oh yeah, God can be pleased in this. Even though I, I've always known that like God can be pleased in so many things, I just never really put those things into practice in my life. Like I can conceptualize that, oh, in my life, God can be glorified in everything, but I've never really operationalized it as let me do every single thing I do in my life unto God. I never really just looked at it like that. So I would be like, okay, this podcast is unto God. Okay, what I do at church and how I serve at church, that's unto God. School, that's just life. Like, I would just be like, that's just life, you know? I have to, you know, work to eat, to live, like the Bible says. And doing that, like, getting this PhD and whoopsie, whoopsie, whoop. Like, I, I enjoy the thing, and that's just, like, a means to an end of life. But, like, this is where I'm called. Like, I go where I'm called, like, with the podcast. Go where I'm called to serve in church and stuff and ministry. But no, like everywhere I'm placed, 
I need to show up and do it as I am doing it unto God. And that is not what I have been doing. It's why I was in the fight for my life this week. It's why I was just like, what is happening here? I wasn't doing it unto God. And I realized that through like talking with my pastor, like, I was like, I'm not to quit. Like, I don't know. But just like even gets in the place where, okay, like, no, can't quit. This is where, this is where God has called me to be. Just understanding like my why I'm here, like seeking God about God, why did you place me here? What do you want to do with me here? Like, I know you've called me here, and so I need to serve it like you've called me here. I would show up like it was optional. I would do the work like it was optional. I would do the readings like they were optional. And sometimes I would opt out. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, didn't do all the assignments, didn't do all the readings, just kind of, mm, 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 mm. And it, it showed, and I was in, like, a pressed hard place. But I thank God that he's gracious, and I have another opportunity to show up. And it's it's scary because I know that, I did pretty darn good. <laughs> like, if I could ever tell you, like, the time constraints I placed myself under, like, what I've had to do with such a little time. Disrespectful. 6.45 alarm. <laughs> See, my praise saint alarm already went off at 4.55. Now this is my, okay, if you still sleep, wake up. <laughs> but, um, Jesus, that was a distraction. I don't even remember what I'm talking about. Mm. Anyway, I just, I, I opted out a lot and I didn't really show up. Oh yeah, it would be scary. Um, just even think about knowing how pretty darn, pretty darn okay I did without almost any effort. Like on a scale of one to 10, my effort was at a solid 3.5. Sometimes we're like 4.5, but overall we're at like a solid, somewhere like, Three to four, three to four. And think about what my life would look like if I showed up, even if I jumped to like a seven. That's so scary. Like it would be, <laughs> I hope I'm scared. Like I am scared. <laughs> That's scary to think about really showing up and it being amazing. But God doesn't call us anywhere to not be amazing. Like, that's another thing. Like, my pastor says, like, he calls us to these places not to be mediocre because we know him and who he is. Like, he's not calling us to be average. Like, the average person who don't know him, him and who <laughs> who's not, like, called by him to do, like, the thing that they're doing, like, they can be average, but God is calling us to be great. <laughs> God is calling us to be great. And it's just scary to think about, but it's, like, getting out of my place of control and breaking out of my comfort to really walk in the light that God has me in. It's, it looks like showing up. It has to come by way of showing up and walking fully in purpose. And so, yeah, I've just been learning not to compartmentalize and not to just say, here is where God will be and where he will be glorified. Let me put my energy here and not here, but everywhere everywhere he's called me because he is a purposeful and intentional God. He's called me here and I need to show up and walk in all areas of my life. So my notes, <laughs> my notes be funny. It says, yeah, babes, you're smart, but you'll never be smart enough to compare to God. Like it's a scripture. It's, um, 
It's Isaiah 55. It's 8 through 9. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Big God, don't play with him. Like, <laughs> every time, it's just like, Big God, do not play with him. Like, God, his literal thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts we can't even comprehend. I think about <laughs> um, this hair mask. Do y'all, I don't know, natural hair community, the year is mm, 2013. You're on YouTube and you see like this male hair mask where you get like all these kitchen ingredients. You get you get the um, the mayo and you the egg and the olive oil. I think that's pretty much it. And you mix that all together and you put it on your hair like a hair mask. And it's gross. It's icky. It's nasty. I've done it before. But in 2012, I was about 11. Well, that couldn't have been right. Um, we're going to say the year is 2023. And I was, not 2023, child, 2013, a decade ago. And I was about 12 doing a little mayo, egg, olive oil, hair mask. Um, but what came out later, we're thinking like we're infusing our hair with protein. Now, I, I feel like the shine's still there, but like we're thinking like we're giving our hair like these, these molecules of protein and all this stuff to strengthen it and make it shiny and healthy and nice. But it came out that like those, I should have looked this up. Um, I should have looked it up, but I don't really know, uh, the, the technical proper terms and that is not my ministry amen um but it's like we thought we were infusing our hair with these healthy proteins and stuff but they were too big to penetrate the hair shaft so like we were trying but it was not working like maybe the oil was making you have some shine but like the protein factor it could not penetrate our hair I think it was a protein factor like it couldn't penetrate the hair if you get what I'm saying but I just thought about that in relation to how God's thoughts are so much higher than ours and like even if he laid everything out in front of us we could not comprehend even if he gave us every single detail every single plan every thought he has for us concerning our lives and the trajectory of them we still wouldn't understand we still wouldn't comprehend his thoughts too big, his thoughts too high. And so that's why we just have to be comfortable with relinquishing control. That's why I had to learn to be comfortable to relinquish control and understand that, hey, God, your plan higher than mine, higher than mine, your ways higher than mine, your thoughts deeper than mine. You got this. You got this. It's just like, yeah, God, you got it. You got it. I don't got it. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. And so instead of just cycling things through my own understanding and ending up in purpose and fragments. <laughs> Ooh, I wrote something about fragments in my notes, but that is not what the note says, but that's good. Purpose and fragments. Like I would see my life lived in purpose, but very fragmented. Imagine the fullness when I yield it all. It's mind blowing. It's pretty scary. Um, I'm still walking this out. I'm still learning to walk this out. Like, we can be learning to walk this out together. Like, everything you do in your life, do it unto God. Don't say, I'm doing this, and it's just like I did, just a means to an end. It's just my pockets, my money, what I can do in life and enjoy. Like, sure, like, do it in life and enjoy, but, like, it's a means to an end. But everything else is, like, purpose and God. No, every single thing is purpose. I don't care, like, what show life looks like. If you're in school, like, serve it like you're serving it unto God. If you're at a job and you're working, serve that job like you're serving it unto God. If you're uh, even like in the roles we play in our lives, like I need to 
Look, conviction. I need to show up as a daughter and serve it as I'm serving it into God. I need to show up as a sister and serve as I'm serving it to God. I need to show up as a friend and serve as I'm serving it to God. Like, we have to show up in every aspect of our lives holistically and not try to view it as segments. Because, no, God is not a God of just... I don't know. He it, just, it, it it would show dang. It would show a lack of intentionality on his part, and he's way too good for that. He's way too intentional for that. He's been way too thoughtful and careful and planning our lives for that. You know, he is good. He is good, and so I've said it with like this understanding has come by way of things looking crazy for me. Like when I. Thought I had it figured out. I realized, in fact, I did not. I did not have it figured out. Um, but that's when I had to lean and trust in God to help me recenter and to help me refocus and to help me recalibrate in this life. And so I had to this year learn to let go and get low. That's cute. That's cute. It's not going to be the title, though. That's too cute. Um, <laughs> let go and get low. Like, let go of my own plans. Let go of what I thought I knew, what I thought I had under control, and lower myself and submit myself to the plan that God has for my life. Yeah. Um, I've said it before. Um my cry to God really became, let me just be seated at your feet, God. Let me take my instructions from you. Let me be postured before you because I seen, again, what life has looked like apart from God. And I don't want no parts. I need to be seated before the Father to get my instruction because he has it. I don't. And I think it's just at the exact moment where I lose myself, where I lose, I lose control is where... I, I I show and expose the undeniable need that I have for God in my life where, honestly, just let my life be an example. Don't, don't need to lose control. Don't need to just, like, spin out of control to realize that you need God. But, like, understand that we need God in every single aspect of our lives and know that he got it. Like, of course, the one who made me knows me best. Of course, the one who created me knows the plan that he has for me. Of course, the one who had it all figured out and knew me before the foundation of this world has a good plan for me and has a plan that's better than my own. And so, of course, that comes with looking like I got to take my hands off. I got to take my hands off and I got to trust him and I got to yield myself to him. Because he desires to show himself to us. Not like I used to think that God didn't want me to know the plans for my life. Like, this weird complex. Like, I had to learn to stop viewing God as just this big structure, this big being so far away from me who cares about me. But, like, you know, just in the sense that he made me. But he made everybody else. And so he has a plan, sure. Like, his plans for me are good, sure. He's a creator, yes. But I had to understand that, like, he is Abba father and we've talked about like already this this parent type of love but like his love is greater than what I could parallel him to my mama like it's greater than like how my mama loved me it's it's so much deeper like his love for me he knows all the things and he's such a a huge 
big God who has it all under control but loves me so much. I think about nature. Like, I love to, like, just look at nature and be in nature and just spend time with God because I think about how he created everything around me. Like, you are the same God who literally made the sea and you made the mountains and all the animals and everything. And then you made me. Or I think about how like in the Bible, you split the Red Sea, you stopped the sun, you did all these wondrous, miraculous works. And you're the same God that created me. And then you go a step beyond just being all powerful and just huge and big and great. But like you love me so much that you care to walk this life out with me. You don't just want to be like a control center in my life where I just come take directions and move like a little soldier. But no, you you want to walk this life out with me, God. Like you you want to to reveal these things to me. And it's not like I, we've said you can't just get the whole plan of God and just move. Like I would not know what to do. I, and I wouldn't believe it. Like I would not believe it because he sees where we make these leaps and bounds in our faith. And he sees where we make these mess ups. It's this TikTok where it's like, if December me, or I think she was like in November, but like November me told myself like January self, like the tea, like what's going on in my life right now? Like wouldn't believe it. Like would crap her pants. But like, if I told Jane, where are me? Where I'm at right now? I would not believe it, and I would not want to go forward. Like be for, be so for real. But <laughs> that's why we can lean and depend on God because He sees it and He knows. Like He knew that I would go through a real hard time, but He knew that that would be me making leaps and bounds in my faith and how I view Him. And so just walking with Him and just trusting that those little things that He's placed on our hearts and those desires that he gives us. And even those dreams, like they're intentional and they're purposeful. So we take those things back to God and just allow him to reveal more to us because he doesn't want it to be a secret. He doesn't want us just like filling through the dark and be blind about things, but he just wants us to lean on him and to be dependent on him to allow ourselves to be led in God under his instruction because he knows the plan the best. Like he just knows it the best. Like he can give us the map, but we really can't read it because we don't know. So just allowing him to lead us and guide us with all those ways that he pulls and tugs at our hearts and pulls and tugs at our lives and just trusting that he got it. Like he got it. I don't know. That just, that's good to me. I don't know. Like I'm about to Mm, I feel God behind it. Like, he got it. He got it. And it's just so easy to think that so many people have ill intentions for us. Like, sometimes people do. Like, they don't have our best intentions at heart. They don't have our best interests at heart. They don't really care about us the way that sometimes we care about them. They don't really care about us the way that we feel like they should care about us. But God... He cares so much. He cares so deeply. He cares so greatly. And sometimes it can feel like, God, do you even see me? Like, I am not going to hold you. Like, I've gotten to points where I'm just like, God, no way you see me. <laughs> no way. No way. Like, it just feels like I'm caught in the crossfire of too many things. And it's just like, where are you, God? Where am I, God? I don't know what's going on. But in those times, I had to really just depend on him to know that, like, he has it all under control. And where I couldn't see a way out, he had he had it planned already. So I just had to continue to lean not on my own understanding and to lean on him and to trust in him and to know that he is God and he has it under control. I can trust in him. It's like you probably never in your life ever, never, no, never, no, ever been able to trust anyone in this life, the capacity that you can trust God in. Like, I'm... 
I didn't mention my mama 50 million times, but I can trust my mama. Like, I trust my mama with everything. Like, she can see my bank accounts. She got a key to my house. Like, side note, y'all, I was, like, knocked out. Like, after this week, I, I, I didn't sleep for days. I was just pushing my body with caffeine. And I was just, I came home one morning after I finished submitting the last thing. I came home, and it was, like, 9 a.m. that morning. And I had been at the office for, like, days. I came home, passed out. My mama was, like, in the area. And she, like, came inside of my apartment, like, girl, I've been calling you. I've been texting you. What it was... <laughs> I just came to make sure you were alive. I came to see make sure like you were okay. Like she, I trust her so much. Like she got a key to my apartment. Like she can see it all. Like I, I trust her. But even in that, like I cannot trust her the way that I can trust and depend on God because she can love me and and want the best for me. But her her viewpoint and her vantage point in this life is limited. But God. That's why, like, when she be worried, she knows she's like, trust God. Just trust God. Like, you ain't got to worry about me. Like, just trust God with my life because he has it all under control. So that's the same way. Like, I just have to trust God because I know that, like, even if I can't lean and depend on anybody else in this life, I can trust God. Thankfully, I can lean on other people in this life. But even if you feel like you find yourself in a place where it's like, I don't know if anybody really got the best plans and intentions for me. And God does. God does. He does. And he loves you and he cares for you. And I just feel like that's just a nice stopping point. Um, I, I love that I'm learning when to stop because I'll be having notes and I just be like, do, 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 do. Like, but yeah, um, I've just learned to trust God with my life because he loves me. And it's just, it's so easy. It's easy with God. It's not easy, but it's easy. It's not easy. And really walking those things out that look like sometimes crazy. It looks crazy trusting God sometimes. Like other people don't get it. Other people don't understand it. Sometimes you yourself don't even get it. You yourself don't even understand it. But it's not up to us to understand. It's up to us to yield and trust God. So it's just, it's a time, it's a journey. Um, I don't know. I just, dang, I was doing real good by not hitting this mic. And there I go. And I didn't talk with my hands the whole time. But I just hope that y'all have been able to get something from this. Um, oh, we got journal prompts. Can't cut that one out. Um, I hope y'all are really doing them like, I don't know, like, it's just, it's been so influential in my life to just, like, write these things out and look back and reflect and just see all the things. So, we have a couple. We have three. Um, The first one is a question. It's, God, are there any places in my life where I am not taking your lead? And just, like, truly ask God. Don't just ask yourself and think about it. But truly seek God and understand to, like, Try and hear his voice to see where in my life, God, do I think I got it? Show me, God, where I'm operating in my own sufficiency. Show me, God, where I'm operating in my own plan and not yours. And, baby, like I talked about already, when you ask God to show you, don't be surprised when he starts showing you. <laughs> and then the second question is, what does it look like in my life to sur fully surrender to the plan of God? What does it look like in my life to fully surrender to the plan of God? Like in in his desires for you, in the areas that he's placed you in, what does it look like to surrender every every place, every place? What does that even look like for you? And then the last one 
It's just a request of God. God, show me me. God, show me myself. And that's that's a, it's a pretty dangerous prayer. Pray at your own risk. But no, just pray, God, show me me. Because it, it can get murky. It can get hard. Like sometimes you really just can't see your sufficient insufficiencies. You can't see like where you're not really being yielded. You can't see where you're... Um, like holding on to things of the past and really just doing and being just not your best self in God. And so I think praying this prayer is just really vital because when you ask God, like you will be going through your day and it'll be like, now that's pretty questionable. And it's just like, okay, maybe I need to rethink like me doing this, me saying these things, me going these places, me living my life in this manner. He'll show you yourself. Um, and he'll show you not even just the bad things, but he'll show you like, see that? That's why I created you. See that right there? You're right where you're supposed to be. See that? Like, that's what I placed on you. That's the good. Like, that's you walking in the good plan that I have had for your life. And so it's really holistically beautiful just to see like maybe... I need to stop doing this to be better. And then, like, this is also where God has called me to be. This is amazing. So, yeah, thank y'all so much for listening to the podcast this week. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all show up and come back for number two in the countdown, um, week three in this month of just um, sharing, me sharing with y'all what I've learned in this year as we get ready to enter 2023. I hope that in last week's episode that y'all are still being faithful um, and just looking for the promises of God to be fulfilled in this year that he said he'd do because he is a faithful God. And if I'm going to be honest, like this week really took me through the ringer. And so I haven't like been before God as I should have just like about his promises and just with expectation to see him move. But, you know, I got I got time now. I'm done with my coursework. Still got research work, but I'm done with my coursework. And so I have much more free time. And I am just really going to be before God just for some things like still that I desire to see him do in this year so I hope y'all are so expecting about what he can do in this year because we got roughly like three weeks kind of a little bit under three weeks but that's a lot of time for God because period big God don't play with him hope y'all come back next week hope y'all enjoy the podcast like this video if you're watching on YouTube um right the podcast if you're listening on like apple podcast share with a friend tell somebody because sharing is caring thank y'all for watching thank y'all for listening i'll talk to y'all the next one